And welcome back to the Talking Thomas podcast, the podcast for all things Thomas the Tank Engine, Shining Time Station, etc., etc. I'm Tony. And I'm Orion. And we're here to guide you through at least the first seven seasons of Thomas and Friends, but also everything associated with it. And we're currently in the middle of our season two commentaries, and we'll be doing uh, another three tonight. And we're going to be starting off with Percy and the Signal, the beginning of the Percy trilogy for series two. Uh, So uh, get it, uh, whatever mode you're going to be watching this when you listen along, uh, get it set up and you can feel free to press play now. So one of the things that many of the season two episodes start off with that, uh, that diesel horn uh, sound, yeah, um, or 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 I suppose um, is, is that is that supposed to be a ship horn? I'm never really sure, but um, but that uh, so many of those episodes in this season start off with that. I'm sound. not really sure because until this episode, Percy's not at the harbor. Uh, until after this episode, rather, Percy isn't at the harbor yet, and so I wouldn't think that it's a ship horn but there's really nothing else that it could be because diesel hasn't been introduced yet right i i suppose that they just picked up some random yard Probably. sounds um for the sound library but it gives season two more atmosphere i suppose and and it season two definitely has the most gritty railway realism to it um versus any of it the does. other seasons um especially because of the sepia tone right um throughout the throughout the filming and it it helps that really after the percy trilogy with a few notable exceptions most of the episodes in series two are based on um stories uh that were written in the in the middle point of audrey's writing but also the ones illustrated by um john kenny and he of the illustrators aside from maybe peter and gunver edwards I, I I do think John T. Kenny was one of the more he he aimed for more realism than the previous uh, illustrators did. Well, of course, and I love that little ditty um, that's used throughout season two for yes. Percy, um, uh, a lot in this episode particularly, um, and uh, but I don't think it makes another appearance any other time and in, in any other season. So no, nope, um, it's reserved. But it's it's a nice. Two. Yeah, nice little theme there. Um, and of course, in this scene, James's face is half it off. It is. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's um, but I, this episode is is slightly odd. It's kind of an odd story. Yeah. Um, it's one that I grew up with though, because it was on the first VHS that I that I ever had uh, growing up, which was the Thomas gets bumped. Right. Um, but this this particular episode is. Kind of slow, um, and I'm not sure that it entirely works as a filmed story. Um, some of the stories that that Audrey wrote were probably just better on paper, um, and are just slightly static and boring to film right. because not that much happens. I mean, the, the second half of this is him sitting at a signal. So um, <laughs> we seem to get a lot of that um, but, in the early half of the series too, because. Earlier, when we did our commentary on cows, we said the same thing, where a good chunk of that story 
is just Henry and Gordon motion, uh, standing completely still on a bridge. Right. Now, Thomas just puffed by there in um, that great that great castle shot right. that they use quite a bit in, in the stock yeah. footage for season two. Um, but what's interesting is, is that, that it's one of the few times that Thomas passes by not pulling or pushing anything. That's right. He's a light um, engine. He just, he just, yeah, he just passed by, which is quite interesting and um, uh, unusual for them to do. Usually he would be, any engine that would be passing by would have something. I'm curious the reasoning yeah. behind that, perhaps they just wanted some more motion in front, so they put them on the track real Maybe. quick to uh, to give that extra dynamic. I mean, the only other time we've seen in, in in the first series and so far in the second series, the only time we've seen a light engine before is when Henry stopped at that one station for some reason. He was a light engine at that time back in series one. Uh, but it is peculiar in the early series to have an engine just not pulling the train and at least in the first four series. Right. Now, this is a nice night oh, shot yes. um, as well. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I do have sort of mixed feelings about this episode because on the one hand, I like Percy quite a bit. He's one of my favorites. Um, and I do like this episode, but at the same time, it, it's not one of my favorites, I guess, but I don't know. I just have this weird thing where, there are times when I really like it. And then there are times when I really don't care for it. It's weird. No, I agree. And I really, I, we may have said this in another commentary, but you could really call this season, um, Percy and yes. friends <laughs> because it really features. So they adapted so many Percy stories, right. um, with these, uh, the three that we'll be talking about, uh, today. And then also, um, Double Trouble, um, Percy is uh, a prominent part right. of that. Even A Cow on the Line, Percy does have a scene in there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, later on, we have Percy Takes a Plunge and Percy's Predicament right. and Wooly Bear and Percy's Ghostly Trick. So there's so many episodes that are Percy-centric in this yeah. season. And and even you could say the same thing for, um, and of course, we'll get to this a lot later, but even season five featured quite a few um, Percy it episodes. Did, yeah. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but this this season definitely feels quite uh, quite Percy. Yeah, that's that is a good point. I I haven't really thought about it, but when you put it like that, that is yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but we move on to our next episode, um, which introduces one of my personal favorite characters, and I know uh, a character that is very. In some circles, very popular in the fandom, and then in some circles, not as popular. It, it, um, either way, <laughs> our next episode is Duct Tape's Charge. Uh, so here we go, and you can press play now. Um, the first two seasons, I feel, and, and this goes, the, the third and fourth do, have, do these sometimes, but it's more prominent in the first and second season to have these nice long tracking shots at the beginning, which I adore. Absolutely. Um, it really, it sets the atmosphere of the yard. And, and again, with all of that background uh, noise, that helps as well. Right. Um, uh, yeah. They, they don't do it as much in, in some of the other seasons. They get, I would say they get, they get into the story usually a little bit quicker mm-hmm. um, with the other seasons, but, but this is still, 
perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. And we finally get the Harbor set, or we will shortly get the Harbor set for Series 2, which I feel is a fantastic set. I, I love the Harbor set. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess when I was a kid, I would I thought that that, um, that yard set there and the dock set were the same, right. but... Uh, but you know, uh, order of course not. Now this is interesting because I always associate this image, and I'm sure so many people do, with the um, you know with the next story, star- next story stop coming soon. Right. Uh, um, the transitions on the the VHS releases. Yeah, because that um, image is set up, and it's interesting those. to actually see it in the episode. Um, you know, at, this, is part- this particular pose. Yes. Here, um, with the the hands folded, so yes. quite interesting. Well, yeah, because that's that that shot does appear uh, for as long as they did the name boards. It appeared in every name board sequence, or at least almost every. I think there's like one, or I think on the best ofs they did a different one. But from like the third or fourth VHS on, aside from the best ofs, that shot appears in every name board sequence there is. Right. Yeah. For I know for the early US VHS releases, they used. Uh, Topham Hat standing in front of the coal piles from uh, uh, from trouble right. in the shed, yes, I yes. believe. Um, typically, for most of the transitions, but so I they, they switched to that but one. But I believe because Better Late Than Never was was the first VHS to have season two episodes on it, that they switched to that in Better Late Than Never and just kept it for the entire run of uh, the name boards. Mm-hmm. And that makes yeah. sense. This is not not one of my favorite episodes. Um, it's okay. Right. I, of course, I mean I like Duck as sure. a character. Um, I I like him in other episodes more so, and, and not not a character thing. Just I, I don't find this story particularly uh, as entertaining as many other stories. It is nice to see this angle of Knapford Station quite a bit. We just passed that, but. Um, of the wall and the houses yes. behind that. Um, we don't often see that angle multiple times in one episode. So it's nice in, in that particular Very one. Um, but, um, and Ring, uh, George Carlin's narration of, of this particular scene with the engine snorting yes. and, um, and everything is quite it amazing is. for those who are, who are listening to the American uh, dub. Yeah. And I think Ringo does a decent job. This is one of the episodes that I really like either narration because, uh, you know, having grown up with the Better Late Than Never VHS, um, I heard Ringo's narration first, uh, Ringo's U.S. narration, obviously. But um, I, I think both he and George Carlin do fantastic with this episode. Uh and again, this one isn't one of my favorites, but it's one that I actually do enjoy, uh, particularly because it does get a callback later in the Duck and Diesel trilogy. True. Yeah, quite true. But, And just a little side note here. I love Sir Topham Hatt's theme, so anytime that that's used, uh, it's always a good an episode. It's oh, good marks for me. Definitely. So Topham Hatt's theme is, I love it. It's so good so good so that was duct duct tapes charged <laughs> so 
uh, a decent episode, I feel. Uh, again, not one of my favorites per se, but it's it's a good one, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, a middle of the road episode. Not not one of the worst of the season, but not one of the best right. either. And in our next episode, uh, it, it, it the Percy trilogy, uh, you know, it introduces two. What I would consider fan favorite characters, uh, I know Duck is, and uh, this one that's introduced in this next episode is as well. And so our third episode for tonight is Percy proves a point, also known as Percy and Harold. And you can feel free to press play now. So, and of course, Percy hits an object beside the track as we start <laughs> the episode. Um, uh, and no break fan there either. Which but. is another thing that's odd for series two, because there would almost always be a break van. You would, one would think, at least. I always like this angle, this low angle of the two of them at the yes. switch. Um, I just thought it's a nice, it's a nice shot. Um, you get the the three quarter uh, kind of profile of, right. of Thomas um, and and then Percy facing a little bit more towards the camera, but, and then this nice yep. shot of Harold uh, zooming up above the, the bridge. I always, I like this Knapford Harbor set. Um, it's a, it's a nice little set with the bridge. And um, I, I prefer his other airfield that we see in season sure. three um, a little bit more, but this is still, um, still quite nice. Yeah. Now it's interesting uh, because as I said, we've had two characters introduced within the same amount of episodes. And I I like both of these characters. I, again, they're not necessarily my favorites, but I really like their themes. Like, I think both Duck and Harold have really cool uh, themes, particularly Harold. I agree. Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Harold's theme is, is great. Um, and it's so charming. Um, you know, so much of the early seasons of, of Thomas are is all about the oh, yeah. charm. I mean, it's just, it has a, it has a certain, a certain quality. It's, it's wasn't fantastically yeah. high budget. Um, so some of their solutions to problems um, are a bit sure. simple. Um, so the, the flat plastic disc on top of Harold to simulate the whirring rotors is it, oh, charming. Yes. It's, it's delightful. Um, I like it. I obviously prefer it later when they <laughs> don't have that um, in season four, it, it would have st- stood out. Um, in, in something like season four, right. for instance, um, if they had still been using that um, regularly. Right. So, well, you know, in season um, four, they had a bigger budget. They had, uh, you know, they were able to do more things in season four than they were. I mean, because this is still the mid 80s, mid late 80s. So. Well, right. Of course. Yeah. Not faulting no, them in any way, not. but. This is just a nice, and I, um, I don't know if we mentioned this in any of the other commentaries already, but I love this deep valley set that they use for season two. Yeah. Um, and, and they they got a lot of mileage out of it, and it's great. It's a great set. Um, uh, makes for great transitional scenes, as well. Um, yeah. Now this episode does feature quite a bit of stock footage, or I guess you could say later episodes use the same stock footage, or. Um, however, but there was some stock footage from um, whistle, uh, uh, Whistles and Seasons. There was. Um, just, a min- just a minute ago. And, um, but this, this theme too, this little race theme is, yeah. is fun. 
And as I've said in one of the previous ones, I know we keep referencing stuff from previous commentaries. As I said, when we did uh, Thomas and Birdie, uh, I really like episodes that involve races. And whereas Birdie's chase isn't so much a race as it is like Birdie trying to catch up with Edward, this truly is a race. And I love this. Uh, I, I love it because of that. I, the race episodes are always really fun, in my opinion. Well, I guess that I guess that we could sum that up by saying we like the episodes where stuff actually <laughs> happens. Very true. Very true. I like this little song at the end. It's nice, too. and and it's cool that the uh, I, I don't know if this was intentional. It it may well have been, uh, but I. I like that the driver is modeled after Ringo Starr, if you look closely enough. Oh, absolutely. It probably was intentional, but uh, yeah. So, but yes, um, yeah, this, this song is fun. It's a nice little ditty, a nice little note to end the episode on. And that is uh, the all three episodes that we're doing today. That was, of course, uh, Percy Proves a Point, or Percy and Harold, if you prefer, uh, Duck Takes Charge, and Percy and the Signal. All, all decent episodes. I would say that of the three, uh, the, the third is my favorite. But um, I would agree. I would agree. I would say the third is... Uh, a Percy Prusa point is, I wouldn't necessarily say one of my favorites of right. season two, um, but it, it is my favorite right, of these definitely. three. Uh, so that is just about it for this episode. Uh, of course, you can find us uh, several places now. You can find us on Twitter at, at TalkingThomas1. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com uh, slash TalkingThomasPod. I, I think I changed the... Uh, web name just recently so it is now under talking thomas podcast uh so yes and you can also find us on google podcast apple podcast um i think stitcher uh and of course our home is anchor uh correct yep and uh spotify as well um uh looks like most of our listeners use spotify so very popular on there um But uh, until next time, I'm Orion. And I'm Tony. And we'll see you next time.